only you, only you, you will what? understand what? and appreciate what's about to happen. Now this goes down to my people's representing me, a smooth operator operating correctly. Now this goes down to my people's representing eclectic relaxation. Now this goes down to my people's representing. Rock grooves and make moves with all the mommy. E. Conceited bastard. Who rock grooves and make moves with all the mommy. Allow to introduce myself. You want the man. Who rock grooves and make moves with all the mommy. You said I'm not the E. You want to make it burn. Most critically acclaimed Pulitzer Prize winner. Best storyteller. Thug narrator. When I step up in the place, they know I step correct. OG pimp, hustler, gangster, player, hardcore motherfucker living today. To be honest, I am totally and completely on his dick. Thank you for downloading Encyclopedia Hip Hop. E H H hashtag. Uh, I'm eclectic. Listen, this is what's going on. I know it's been a second. It's not because I hate everybody that's listening to the show been busy um but without further ado if you listen to the show you know who's on the show you know who's Chill. the co-host Chill. at 12 cow in the, the building from the 12 cow podcast he needs no other introduction uh say what's up to the, oh shit shout out to, <laughs> to professor yo X. what up what up what up man always good to be back man on the on the podcast, man. What's going on? What's cracking? Yo, man. I'm, I'm, everything's good. Anytime we can talk hip-hop, it's a good time. And anytime I'm on this show, you know it's going to be great because I'm here. I'm in the building. I'm in your ears. I'm in your speakers. Yo, this is what we're doing. This episode, this is a very pivotal, important episode. Um, as with all of them, it's a lot of opinion. But we're going we're gonna, to um, present this opinion as definitive facts. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, um, a week or so ago, I put on Twitter, on at Tweetworms Life, that's the Twitter handle, that there's a difference between an MC, a rapper, and a lyricist. And, and I said that a lot of people don't know the difference. I even had people retweet and respond said, there is no difference. They disagree. They don't believe me. And um, that made me think, I need to do a podcast about this. Mm-hmm. And and look, there's a lot of ways you can look at this, but we're going to look at it the way that we choose to look at it. And so you can listen, you can comment, and then you can start your own Twitter. And, and you can comment on SoundCloud, tell us what you think. You can respond to us, you can add us, and tell us what you think, if you disagree or if you're... If you agree. Now, before I get into what my thoughts are, 
I'm gonna go to my guest, my co-host, mm-hmm. my uh, I guess you would be the DMC. That's right. But I like DMC. Alright, because DMC is dope. I know, and you would be like the Fife, but I like Fife better than Tim. <laughs> <laughs> but I am more than I am 100 percent happy with being big boy on this joint. Um, <laughs> so I'm three stacks, baby. You are definitely you all the stacks. So I'm, I'm gonna ask you. And that's big because you don't like three stacks, but that's another story for another day. Right. Um, I'm gonna ask you, in your opinion, how do you break these things down? Do you think that there's a difference between an MC, a rapper, and lyricist, or and, and if you do, what are? How do you separate them? How do you uh, denote the differences? I think that there's a. I think that there's a difference. I think anybody, first and foremost, I think when when you've been around and and been tenured like we are in hip hop, you know, I think when you're tenured in hip hop you've seen all three you know what i'm saying so it's like you have a a better and it's not to say that anybody listening to hip-hop now doesn't have a grasp but we have a better grasp as to what an mc is um you know because if you started listening to rap 10 years ago you might think drake is a great mc you know (laughs) i mean as strange as that sounds uh but and, and you know everybody's entitled to their opinions but i mean like when you break it down a rapper is someone obviously who raps and they look to put words together but i think when they put it together it doesn't mean a lot they're just rapping to rap mm. and that's okay for those who want to listen to that or or those who want to be entertained by that and by no means am i saying that we weren't you know being tenured in rap as we are in hip-hop that we didn't listen to rappers we listen to a lot of rappers uh, but you know, rappers are just rapping just to make words come together. Uh, there's no concept, there's no structure, there's no functionality to whatever it is that they're saying. Um, an MC, uh, microphone controller, the letter M and the letter C, uh, or you can spell it out E M C E E. Um, that's a little bit more different because I think an MC is someone who, first and foremost, takes and understands what they're saying you know seriously you know they're not just rapping just to rap they're trying to get something through to you now whether it be about their subject matter whether it be something positive something negative whatever the case may be an mc is going to deliver that and they are going to you know kind of take you along on their lyrical journey Uh, a lyricist is the person that is going to deliver i think more or less a story and they're going to carry you with their rhymes, their delivery, their, their maybe their punchlines, their flow. It's more or less of when you listen to a lyricist, it's almost like reading a book. They're going to give you everything. They're going to give you from front to back. And I think, you know, and it, in hip hop, I think it's good to have rappers. It's good to have MCs. It's good to have lyricists. But I think a lot of times I think people get them confused. A, a lyricist isn't, you know, a lyricist raps, but he's not a rapper. You know what I'm saying? So like if you if you, and we'll I'll use Rakim for an example. If you say Rakim is a supreme lyricist, yeah, he does because he he raps, he's a rapper, but he's not, but I would never call Rakim a rapper. He's a lyricist. He's a lyricist who raps. And when you listen to Rakim, he takes you on a journey. And if you listen not just to his words, but to his flow and everything in between, you understand what a lyricist is. There's a there's a 
there's a distinct difference and i think those who don't necessarily understand the difference between the mc uh a rapper and a lyricist you know that might be some difference between where and when they started listening to hip-hop mm. that you know that is an excellent point uh where and when you were introduced to hip-hop and and what you were exposed to um i echo a lot of what what you just said and mc rapper lyricist and in a way, they're all three equal parts. But when you put them together, you know, when you put two together, all three together, obviously they're greater than than the sum. I mean, right. than, 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 than they are by themselves. Um, most MCs are also rappers. Mm-hmm. Neither are always lyricists. Um... It's one thing to be able to perform and people are there to enjoy your song. Right. It's a rapper. Another to perform and the people are there to enjoy you as an MC. Um, All together, different to, you know, perform a song that captures the listener's brain and and, and imagination. You just want MC to. See, here's the thing. In my opinion. To be a great rapper, you do not have to be a great lyricist. To be mm-hmm. considered a great rapper, people are like, mm-hmm. hey, this person's a great rapper. They don't have to be a great lyricist. To be a great MC, you don't have to be a great lyricist. True. Most great lyricists aren't great rappers. Mm-hmm. You have people that can spit and get busy with the lyrics, but they can't draw a crowd. They don't see nearly as, you know, as. as the, the fame um, uh, as as people with skill far below theirs like a Rakim mm-hmm. like you said Rakim can out rhyme anybody you name mm-hmm. but he can't make a good album to save his life <laughs> <laughs> like a rapper could you know um, um, marketing appeal voice looks mm-hmm and and one one underrated thing, timing. Yes, yes. All contribute to great rappers. Um, delivery, flow, and content all contribute to great lyricists. Mm-hmm. And, and and personality, performance, authenticity, and flow and delivery they contribute to being a great MC. Mm-hmm. Um, a rapper recites rhymes without a lot a lot of thought into them like you said they matching words matching words or or conveying a message at its simplest form it's, it's no it's verbatim it's no deciphering or triple meaning if they use a metaphor it's the simplest metaphor that you can get if they use an assembly it is as simple as it can get my rhymes is like this my rhymes, is, <laughs> my rhymes is like tied because they come clean. Okay, <laughs> I, I didn't really need to. I didn't need to bring out the slide rule for that one. Okay, right. got you. Um, a lyricist though can can convey a meaning, a story, has deeper metaphors. Some lines like um, Rakim, you brought up Rakim, so I'm going to use that. You might not fully comprehend even after listening to him for years. Case in point, I'm going to give you a 
give you an example. My favorite Rakim song of all time and my second favorite hip-hop song of all time is My Melody. Yes, sir. I loved My Melody since the first time I heard it. That came out in 86. Because mm-hmm. it came out before the album came out. It was a single. It came out in 86. And at the uh, recording of this episode, it is 2016. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So, that's 30 years. Five years ago, I was listening to the song, and then I said, oh, shit. I just realized what he said in the first few words of the song. <laughs> and I called, I called one of my boys and said it, and he was like, damn, I didn't even realize that either. <laughs> Everybody that I even, everyone that I told, they say, you know what, I've been listening to the song for years, I never peeped that out either. He says, turn up the bass, check out my melody, hand out mm-hmm. a cigar, I'm letting knowledge be, be born, and my, my name is the R. R. Which is just, okay, he's like, yo, come on, you know, let's get it. But back in the day, when you had a child, they passed out cigars. Like, it's a boy, it's a girl, <laughs> and you were smoking. <laughs> See, this guy's laughing because he just now picked it. He just now, at the at the recording of this episode, he I just lit the match. I just lit the light bulb on him. This is not planned. Yo. For real. He said, hand out a cigar, I'm letting knowledge be born. Like now, be born, right? Yo, see what I'm saying? I never, yo, for real, I never (laughs) thought about it like that. That's what I'm saying until just now, right? I'm letting check out my melody, hand out a cigar. I'm letting knowledge be born, and so yeah, that's what a lyricist was. (laughs) Thirty years later. This man live on air. He just figured out, damn, he said some dope ass shit. <laughs> That's what a lyricist brings to the Yo, you table. Just, you just really messed up my head just now, for real. Wow. <laughs> right. That's how dope this dude was. Um, um, Rakim, he um, he took a little bit of time between Paid and Fool and Follow the Leader. And on the song, he said, you wonder how come the album was late? I was giving you time to get the last one straight. (laughs) This is is the type of thing. I mean, it's simple, but if you... He was telling us that in 88, and I still didn't understand the album Mm -hmm. until 2016. So, this is what a lyricist brings to the table. Um, The MC can deliver and motivate the rhymes but they also control the crowd mm-hmm. like a maestro. Um, uh, see, rappers, and I'm not, I'm not dissing rappers. Like like Kyle said, we listened to a lot of rappers growing up, and mm-hmm. I, and, and I said before, I preface it by saying, in a way, all three things are equal, and a lot of MCs or rappers, a lot of 
two-timers. The MCs and rappers and lyricists and MCs and MC. Now it's very few that saw three. Right. But um there's there's a lot. There's both. And you know, but one one thing that, that separates rappers from MCs and lyricists, in my opinion, is rappers are better in the studio than mm. they are live. Mm. You mm. know, mm. they they require a lot of people with them. When they're when they're live, they perform over their own track. <laughs> you know, they just play their song. They're, they're live. They just play. Somebody hits play, and they just rap over their own track. Walking back and forth. Walking back and forth, and a lot of people filling in their lines. Um, um, one of the things it's like this, and we're gonna get to the we're gonna get to the meat of this episode in a second, but um. An MC controls the crowd. They give an interactive performance while providing lyricism of a lyricist. A rapper makes good songs, but rappers are really supported by production. Mm. You know, um, a lyricist can rock with no music, acapella. Because yep. here's the thing: if you if you have these three individuals at a show and the music stops because of the DJ just had a stroke. The 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 electric the, the, the electric went out. The the the, the they got the the latest the last microphone and 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 turntables was for best uh, not Circuit City before they closed. So it was it wasn't the best quality. Music stops. A MC will keep the party going. They get the crowd the the clap and stump their feet to the to the beat and they just keep rocking because mm-hmm. he would make them he would make them a part of it uh, a, a lyricist would just rhyme acapella no beat and the crowd would be happy just to hear the lyrics they would be you know they might hear something that they missed right a rapper typically and this is not all saying you know it's all but a rapper be lost the crowd would boo because you know why the crowd would boo? The crowd would boo because it was like, we was here to listen to that song. We ain't really, you know, you okay, but exactly. you, were part, you were part of the song. They booing because they're like, ah, this is awful. I was here to groove. <laughs> and the majority of the, you know, majority of the rappers audience just like the beat and, and something catchy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's a production. You don't hear people that like, um, Rock him, because we, we're gonna get into other rappers in a second. So I don't want to use a lot of MCs as examples until we get into it. So I'm gonna keep using what 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 Cal brought up. You don't hear a lot of people say, "Yo, I love Rock him for that beat. I love, no, no. I, I love, I love that track that Rock him rapped on." <laughs> you don't hear you don't hear him say, "I love, I love Rock him because of the production," because he's not a rapper. He's a lyricist, and, and and you know who's the MC. I'm, I'm gonna use another. I'm gonna use another person. KRS. Yes. Yes. He's an yes. M, he's an MC. You know why he's an MC? Because when people mention KRS, they mention how hyped the crowd gets when he rhymes, mm-hmm. and, and and how he'll do the song that you came to hear, but then they just be like freestyle.
wanna come up in this for new school rappers. Nah, we ain't living like that. Check it out. People still take your rapper for a joke. I'm passing hope or face with the rope. Sometimes I'm joking, I try to believe. When I get challenged by a million MCs, I try to tell them we all in this together. My album was raw because no one would ever think like I think and do what I do. I sold the show, then I went out of clue. What do you think makes up a KRS? Cause I said teaching a very clear speaking, ridiculous bass, rapping on level. Many MCs cannot deal with KRS. Can I go freestyle? Check it out. It's going, it's going, it's going, it's gone. Your heart has left because Chris is strong and mighty, undefeated. I mean it. Pick up the album, turn it over and read it. Written, produced, directed, and And then right. he'll just he'll just bust out something else and, and and rock it, and the crowd is like, yeah. Instead of nah nah nah, nah, nah. <laughs> do the nah, do, do the hits. Yeah, do the, <laughs> do, the, do the song that we came to hear. What are you doing? No, that's not how it goes. <laughs> you know, and you would you would you would see he, he would control the crowd, and you know it's not all exclusive, but there's something to it. You know, rappers make good songs. Right. Um, lyricists make art, and an MC can perform both flawlessly. You could be all three, but it's usually makes it a two. Mm. Um, back in the day, like a, a, a MC, just have a DJ scratching or somebody beatboxing, and that's all you needed. With Dougie that's Fresh, just with Dougie Fresh, just beatbox and Slick Wick run. That's all you needed. Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine. And listen, there's probably a lot of people who are fans. Could you imagine just rocking out to a, I don't know, a Lil Wayne song? And he just beat, somebody's just beatboxing. He was like, seriously? <laughs> I, I think a beatbox would kind of expose, you know, what he is or what he isn't. Right. You know, in my opinion, there was a definitive switch from rhyming to make sure everybody knew you were the nicest at it. The king, you know, and making money along the way. Right. To I'm making money and I can beat you up or kill you or take your girl while I floss. It used to be right. I am in this. I am spitting to show you that I'm better than you. And you know, man, not, not to cut you off. I, I think no, that's ahead. where sometimes where the divide, you know, like when you hear people say, well, you know, old school cats don't represent new school. I mean, they don't like new school. I think, I don't know, I don't necessarily know if, well, part of it is some of them, they don't like them. But I think when you look at the eras, if, and, I, and we could take it back to the golden era of hip hop, it was so much about competitiveness mm-hmm. and it was just about being nice. And you held each other, each MC held each other accountable for being nice. So they wasn't afraid to call somebody out on something that's whack. And what we see nowadays in hip hop with, you know, artists and stuff 
being cool and rapping together. And there's nothing wrong with that. If you want to take a West Coast cat and bring him down south and let him rap over you, that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. But what happens is, is that if you're on the West Coast and this dude that you about to go rap with is whack and you know he whack and you don't even call him out on his whackness. Instead, you jump on a track with him. Because you know, you know so you can sell. Have, exactly. Exactly. I mean, like, so that would have never happened. That's not I don't think that's what hip hop is built on. Now, it's built on building relationships in the whole nine. But no, I mean, I, that's what it was. So anybody listening, particularly if it, anybody listens to podcasts under the age of 25, it's not so much about old school cats hating. It's just that these MCs, they're used to competition. So they're not going to let the next dude get on the mic and rhyme and be whack and yeah. let him let him skate with that. They're going to let you know, like, look, you whack. Step your game up. This is what Kyle just did. Kyle is, Kyle is, is incredible. This is what he just did. He kind of gave you uh, a spoiler, a sneak peek into another podcast that we're going to do. <laughs> yes, sir. And, and, and even more than that, we're going to do... I'm going to tell you right now, we're going to do a show, and he doesn't even know this. We're going to do a show that equates hip-hop to, to the NBA. Oh. And, and this is what he just did without even knowing. What he just said, when you get somebody and you just let them hop on your joint, and you, you they whack or they even nice, but you don't even know them. You don't really rock with them like that. That's what's going on right now. You hear what people, your purists, if you wanna, if you wanna play that game, say. Bird didn't look at the Lakers and say, "Yo, I'm gonna go play with them so I can win these championships." <laughs> it was like I'm gonna beat this dude in the finals. Right. I'm gonna rock with. I'm gonna rock with my team, and I'm gonna show you why I'm better than you. And that's how we came up. I like saying, you know, it's different there, it's a different timing. Um, when you had your crews, think of your crews like squads. You had the choose crew. The choose crew didn't say, well, BDP won right. the battle. So now we're about to have a Cool G Rap KRS album come out. <laughs> it just wasn't going to happen. It wasn't like, you know, it was, I am better. I'm. I'm the king. I'm the best. I'm the prince of rap. I'm the king of rap. I'm the queen of rap. I'm number one. I'm better than everybody. I scored 110 on my MC test. This is right. what the people. And if you feel differently, come see me. And 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 then it got to well, like in the NBA, we're gonna get into this on the podcast where everybody's friends. And and here's the thing. We're not saying as old people looking like, ah, you shouldn't be friends, you should be competitive. Because guess what? Magic and Isaiah were friends. They yep. kissing right before the tip-off. <laughs> but as soon as that ball tipped off, Magic is giving Isaiah an elbow to the face. Gave him like 12 stitches, right? Yeah, like, son, we cool in 48 minutes. <laughs> 48 mm -hmm. minutes we cool but until then this is what it is right and 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 there's something to say about that because it's your job and your job and people used to take hip-hop personally people used to take it as this is me putting me out to the masses and mm -hmm. and i'm dope 
and you're not dope as me. And and it went into, you know, now we're friends. <laughs> and and I don't wanna say I don't wanna I don't wanna say nothing that's gonna make you mad and then you're gonna right. tweet you go tweet about it and then everybody is gonna be on TMZ and then we're not gonna be friends no more. <laughs> you gotta watch what you say. There would be that's in why, the worst way. That's why there are no battles anymore. There's only beefs. There's no battles like, look, I'm gonna say this, and then you make a song. And the beefs are through 140 characters. <laughs> 140 character beef. And, and so, <clears throat> listen, listen. Anyway, this is what we're gonna do with the show. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna filibuster some more, but first we're gonna get down to the get down. MC rapper lyricist. What we're gonna do is we're gonna throw some names. And then we're going to categorize them. We're going to put them as an MC, a rapper, or a lyricist. Some might be a combination. Right. But um, that's what we're going to do. We're going to have some fun. So um, that's what's up. That's what this show's about. And we're going to get that popping after this break. One question, yeah. Kelly. Who am I? The MC. dot. I don't wear Versace. I wear DJs out quickly at the party. Who am I? If you like me, hip hop is in your body. Who am I? The, the MC. MC. When the jam is slow and you need a proceeder, who am I? The, the MC. MC. When you need a lyrical leader with oratorical triple features, who am I? The, the MC. MC. When you need to rock your 3000 seat arena, best believer, who am I? The, the MC. MC. When you need to get the word on the street with demeanor, who am I? The, the MC. MC. I beg thee, let me splurt rhymes, I have plenty. Who am I? The, the MC. Lord of mercy, I hit Sutton like Percy. Always new like Jersey, stay thirsty. Who am I? The, the MC. MC. Showing my authority, superiority, and artistic minority. Now you're starting me, cause party philosophy can only be carried out by who am I? The, the MC. MC, no doubt. Predicting far ahead what will set the party off immensely with plenty of who? The, the MC. MC. Trained at rooftop red zone, Roxy and Bentley's. Who am I? The, the MC. MC. Gently move crowds with harmonious rhythm, cause the lyrics we give them, they miss them. Who am I? The, the MC. MC. Again, the, the MC. MC. Her infinite power helps oppress people sent me to tell you. If you truly study lyrical flows and stay on your toes, you will be who am I? The, the MC. MC. And as an MC, you will study verbal magic, but watch what you say cause you'll attract it. Control your subconscious magnet from pulling in havoc. Who am I? The, the MC. Non-stop an MC, hip-hop an MC, verbal rockin', head knockin', quick droppin' MC. I laugh cause I mastered the craft MC. In sound clash, I'm the first and last MC. It's sorta like Jim Carrey throwing that mask to me. I black out and wake up to catastrophe. Three MC dead from the sound, blown out massively. Wow, who am I? The MC. Untouchable, can't be caught off guard with fast tracks or slow tracks. Ass cracks get waxed to the max. MCs pack raps for all tracks. Indigenous cultures, Asians, whites, and blacks never missed it. The linguistic of who am I? The MC. Metalyrical, poetic, mystic MC. Hear it, the voice of an ancient spirit MC. Premeditated worder. Killing negative concepts out the mind of the observer MC, you deserve a break from counterfeits, frauds, and fakes Claiming to be an MC for heaven's sake Well, this MC done raised the stakes Under the stress of KRS contracts and mental gaps are bound to break Who am I? The MC Again, the MC Conduct yourselves properly, MC Welcome back to the show Encyclopedia Hip Hop It's me, Seclectic, you know who this is And, um, 12 Kyle Word up 
Yeah, we're in the building. We're talking about the difference between an MC, a rapper, and a lyricist. We think, we believe that there is a difference. It might not be as black and white as some people would make it, but it's a definite difference. So what we're going to do is we're going to throw out some uh, MC, rapper, or lyricist names. Uh, I always default to MC because I'm a fan of MCs. Mm-hmm. And I'm a fan of lyricists. Rappers, eh, not so much. Tone Loke, is a, <laughs> Tone Loke is a rapper. He's okay, but I mean, what am I going to do with this? Wow, you went to Tone Loke. You started off with Tone Loke. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not putting Tone Loke out there. I'm just saying he's a rapper. He's, I don't know what I'm going to do with this. So anyway, um, it's just when I talk about a hip-hop artist, my mind just goes, MC, it's an MC. Mm-hmm. Male or female, it's an MC. Mm-hmm. They're an MC. And some people aren't. So uh, <laughs> let's start it off. <laughs> let's start it off. Um, I think we both agree with Rakim as a lyricist. Yes, sir. But do you see him as a rapper or an MC as well? I see him as an MC as well um, because I, you know, got a chance to witness it for my myself. Uh, see him tear a crowd down. Um, I mean, it was incredible. One of the, I'm not going to say one of the, probably the best hip-hop shows I've been to. Um, So, yeah, I would definitely say Rakim as a lyricist and an MC. Okay. So, I got him as a lyricist only. Okay. And and I can't even dispute what you said. And I saw him him live, too. Um, My thing is this. You know, he is rocking the crowd. But he rocking the crowd on his legacy because we already know the words and we already know the song is incredible so we into it but some MCs they say look I'm about to debut this song right here live that we never I never played before and people go crazy where you have other people like look I'm about to do this brand new joint people like uh I was, right. <laughs> I, can can you do slow clap? Yeah, that was cool. But but definite lyricists, I can definitely see the MC appeal. Um okay, what about let me let me do let me do something. Let me go Buster Rhymes. What do you got for Buster Rhymes? Uh I would say Buster Bus is a MC. Um I don't. I wouldn't. Nef- I wouldn't necessarily classify him as a rapper. He's not a lyricist, but I think he's an MC. I think when you think about what he does, not not only just what he talks about on his albums and on his singles, but um, also the live element. Um, you know, Buster brings the energy to the crowd or whatever like that. But um, just as far as his overall rhyming ability, I would definitely say Buster's an, an, an MC. See, I like this. See, see, um, for the past couple of shows, um, Kyle and I. I've been agreeing far too much. Way too much. And, and, I, I, and it's nice to see that we're back where we need to be. We're back where we belong. I got busted down as a rapper. Mm, let's say 75% and 25% MC. I got him, I got him as mainly a rapper because he, he talks a lot of gibberish. And, <laughs> and he brings, brings out Split Star. And I mean, yeah, the he, great split star, the great split star, no Milo with the dance, but he brings out a split star, and you know they jump, jump. I mean, it, it's very interactive. 
And that's what yes. rapper, rappers do because because he makes the crowd feed off of the song, mm-hmm. not necessarily what he's saying and not necessarily what he the, the his lyrical dexterity. It's just right. hey, this it's, it's equivalent to uh, Black Sheep's "The Choice Is Yours." When Engine mm-hmm. Engine Number Nine you starts, know the jump. you know the jump. <laughs> it ain't because. It ain't because the lyrics make you want to be like, oh shit, it bug out. It's just because that's what you do. And so Buster Rhymes would be like, don't just make you want to. I'm like, yeah, I'm jumping. All right, I get it, man. Yeah. And put your and hands no, where Nobody my eyes never can said see. why we should jump at engine engine number nine, but we still jump, even to this day. And that that is a distinct difference between how music makes you feel and react versus how a person makes you react mm-hmm. because you know they did a little bit of jumping in the video but universally you know when you get when you get to that part you get hyped and you jump now bust rhymes the lyrics say jump <laughs> look please this is what i want you, look i'm telling you please do this and they're like well fucking song say do it so i guess i'm jumping and 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 the difference is people are jumping they're like why are you jumping well the song says jump versus right. black sheep where it's like why are you jumping like hey man i'm just feeling it man everybody's this this is what it is but anyway i got him down i got him down as a rapper i got him down as dual he's both but i think he he leans 75 75 to 80 percent uh rapper over um mc definitely not a lyricist um biggie what do you got down for biggie Notorious B.I.G., Christopher Wallace, Frank White. Hmm. I would give Biggie the MC call. Mm. Um, I think if he had lived, I think he would have probably made it to lyricist status. Now, that doesn't, even me saying he's an MC does not mean that I don't think he's very lyrical because I think lyrically he is in my top five. In fact, he's fifth. Uh, but. But um, but yeah, I, I would say Biggie is more of an MC than he is a lyricist. I love, love him that. though. I love that. I love that because I have him down as a lyricist. And <clears throat> oh, really? The, now, and, I'm surprised. And the reason why is because when he's not doing, even when he is, but I was gonna say when he's not doing that bullshit bubblegum remix shit, he was doing some for real. Lyricism. He was. He would say some stuff, and you're like, "Oh, okay, okay." You listen to Unbelievable and and things of that nature. Even the what? You would mm-hmm. be like, "Yo, dude is really saying some stuff." Um, but as far as the MC, see, what I got with MC is an MC controlling the crowd, mm-hmm. and MC is spitting, but they're really they got a presence out there, and Dude goes out there. He, he might sit down the whole show in a little throne. He's not really doing anything. He might have little seeds running across the, the stage, but he's not really. He, he has a towel because he's sweating because he's a big fat guy. <laughs> he's not doing anything. He's not controlling. It. He's not making me do anything. Uh, wave my hands in the air if I'm a true player, but that's about it. Right. You know, he's not. I would go to. I wouldn't. If he were alive and I had to go see one of his shows. I'm not really going to the show to see him 
perform. I'm really going to the show to see him and listen to the song. Right. So it's not like uh, if I'm going to see KRS, I'm like, as soon as he hits South Bronx, I'm a bug out. I'm going off when he hits. It's no song that Biggie was going to do that made me like, I'm going to lose my shit. It's no, it's, it's, it's not like, oh, when he performed this, I know it's no song. It's it, Rakim, too. It's no song mm-hmm. that Rakim, I mean, personally, it's my melody. But even when he does my melody, I'm going to just be in my own zone, rhyming my melody. It's not like I'm going to bug out. Right. But, um, you know, there's other, other MCs that they do this certain song, or if they pull out, you know, they hit a freestyle. Put up. This is a good example. If if I went to go see Biggie, if he was still alive, and he was doing Unbelievable, my favorite Biggie song. Mm-hmm. Mine too. And halfway through, he was like, "Stop it! Stop! Stop the the beat! I'm gonna do a freestyle over the Unbelievable beat." We'd be like, "Oh!" But we still we wouldn't just be like, "Oh my God! I can't believe this is happening." We'd be like, <laughs> "We would just listen. We would listen. We would stop to listen." To what he was saying as a lyricist, we would listen like, oh shit, what is he gonna say that's different? Right. It would be, it would only it wouldn't be quiet, but it would be people be like, shit. Okay. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, instead of, you know, if if if, if you know, because I don't want to get anybody else we're gonna say. If Karis One was like, when he did the video for um still number one, he did the I'm number one. Remix, the crowd was still like, oh, shit, <laughs> fucking, because it's, it's just hype. And, right. You know, um, so I got I got big down. I got big down as a lyricist, um, maybe uh, 70% lyricist, 30% rapper, because he also would do that remix bullshit that he's like, you just, you just want to, <laughs> I mean, it, and it could be Puffy, it could hashtag blame Puffy. It could be like you just saying some okay, man. All right, so you're gonna do another with Lil K. Okay, if you just right. you just saying you just, the money. Yeah, you just the money. some bullshit. Um What about Cube? Ice Cube. Uh, I, already, hmm. I know I think I know what you're gonna say. And I think it's gonna be different from what I said. I, th- I think Ice Cube's a lyricist, man. I think when you now nah, I'm, I'm talking early Cube, my you know that we be clubbing shit. Uh, <laughs> now, no, we we keeping it one hundred. We be clubbing <laughs> is your favorite Ice Cube song. Make sure you tell yeah. the people. No, it is not. In you, fact, you I, told I'll me that, off air that we be clubbing and bow down with your two shits. Two songs that make me want to body slam Cube to this day. Um, but yeah, man, I, I think um I think Cube is right there as far as a lyricist, man. I think um I think what he he brings and I think his not just his ability to rhyme, but his delivery. And then when you couple that with the fact of like Cube is a guy that you wanna see perform his music because of his facial expressions and, and how he delivers it. And it comes off and I mean you can even see it now in his acting, or at least, you know, the last five, ten years he's been acting. But um, but yeah, I, I would definitely put Ice Cube down as a lyricist. Yeah, I got him as a lyricist too. Wow, surprise! That was, that was well done. Um, one of the things is a lyricist, and you know, especially since we're talking Cube, can write 
for other people because it's 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 their words. So they can write for other people. They can rhyme it, and you won't think you're listening to who actually wrote it. It sounds like they can write it in another person's voice. Mm-hmm. Like you, everything that you heard Easy say didn't necessarily sound like Cube said it. Right. Easy was exactly. funny. He was saying some funny shit. Cube ain't never really. I mean, I ain't the one, but he ain't never really. Lay down and unbutton your bra. That was the biggest thing. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> Kid was never said anything like that. Um, Puff Daddy. Every song that Puff Daddy rhymed on, you know he didn't write it. Right. But Never wrote it. But Puff Daddy had his own style. You would just be like, that's a Puff Daddy rhyme. That's a Puff Daddy. No matter who wrote it, because they either wrote it in, in his voice or his delivery was such mm-hmm. that this is just my style. Puff Daddy's a rapper. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so so a lyricist can just write. It's it's like an author of a good book. Um, it's like um, a songwriter for R and B artists, because most of the people, the singers that we love, didn't write their songs. Nope. But their nope, not vo- at all. But their voice is like you know that is that's a Whitney Houston song. I'm like yeah, Whitney Houston crushed that song, not knowing that it was a remake. <laughs> you know? Right. Um, um, people, if I, if you go to if you go to a hundred people, if you walk up to a hundred people and say, um, and I'm I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this, uh, Kyle. A house is not a home. Whose song gets that? I mean, I would say Luther. Right, because Luther sang that song. He sang the sang the shit out of that song in '81. That song was a Dionne Warwick song. <laughs> Did not know that. That song was a Dionne Warwick song, and it was written by a white guy called Burt Bacharach. Did not know that as well. Dionne, Dionne Warwick recorded that song in 1964. <laughs> so, <laughs> but you wouldn't know that. It was like, because Luther, that's his song. We, uh, something even easier. If you say, um, uh, I will always love you, people are like, oh. mm-hmm. Well, I know that that's Wait, Dolly, Dolly yeah. wrote that. But people will be like, ah, it's a Whitney song. But right. you know it's not. But it's just, so a, a lyricist, a songwriter, that can, that can just make a song dope, regardless of who is doing the song. Almost. Almost. Right. Um, I can't see Soldier Boy doing microphone fiend, and we <laughs> we we fucking enjoy. Let me it. tell you something. If that happened, all hell would break loose. I mean, I mean, I mean, literally. Let, let's pretend that we never heard the song "Microphone Fiend," but Soldier Boy rhymed it tomorrow. Something tells me we'd be like, I mean, that's a pretty okay song. <laughs> like. Yeah. I get it. I mean, that's okay. I mean, you know, it's better than this normal stuff, but it's okay. Right, right, right. But it wouldn't have the effect that Rakim does. Not that is, even close. That is the difference between an MC lyricist and a rapper, right there. So your boy is a rapper. You could give him the. You could give him if he if he took the, the whatever color pill, went back in time before Elmatic was released, stole all of Nas's lyrics. 
mm-hmm. re- came back to the future, released Illmatic, he rhymed the same words over the same beats. Right. We still be like, oh, that's all right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but but we wouldn't say it was whack because of the lyrical content, because of the words, but we would but he doesn't have that presence or that personality or that 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 delivery that would make us be like, oh he wrong. We'd be like, uh, ah, I kinda got something off right there, but yeah. It wouldn't be five mics. It wouldn't be no, a classic. No, no question. It would, no but, question. It, but we'd be like, ah, oh, shit, you said some stuff right there. Okay, 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 okay. He's still white, though. I mean, that's, that's, right. just, that's just what we would do. It, it, it's not So the power of lyrics will make somebody whack passable. Like, okay. I see what you did. Mm-hmm. But, but, you know... Is if you can, if you don't have the lyrics, it's just you just rapping to anybody that's gonna listen. Anybody could be a rapper, and that is evident these right. days. These oh, days, that's you very can evident. Anybody could be a rapper. Everybody can't be an MC. Everybody can't be a lyricist. Anybody can make a, a hit song and put it on SoundCloud or put it on Instagram, or put it on Twitter. But you are not gonna pay to see them. You're not gonna buy their album. You're not gonna look forward to the next single. Not even close. But um, okay, okay, okay. Let me get back to it. Big Daddy Kane. What you got? Hmm. Mm, this is this is a good one. Um, I'm gonna say Kane is an MC. Mm. I'm going MC on this one. Um, and it, and it's funny because it's like as you're throwing these out, I'm I'm kind of tussling with the fact of like I remember them when they first came out. Like maybe yeah. like for somebody like Kane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I if, if I go, you know, scratch that. If I go Kane in this prime, because I, I can't do, I can't think about Kane, you know, like in 94, whenever that was, he tried to bring that album out. Um, Kane in this prime, I'm going to say lyricist. I got him down as lyricist. I got him down as, you know, 80, 80% lyricist, 20%, okay. 20% MC, because, you know, you know he had to, he had scuba scrap he had to dance and he had, so he was he was gonna give you a show yeah he's gonna give you a show and still that, will still and will that, give you a show and you know what now that I say that out loud that twenty percent probably should go to rapper it should be eighty percent lyrics and twenty percent rapper because a rapper will give you a show mm-hmm. and that's what you there to see you there to see a show um. If you're going to see a rapper, you're going to see, all right, he got these people on stage and he went kind of into it. It's like a performance. Like Michael Jackson, listen, send off tweets to me. Michael Jackson's greatest entertainer. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. Greatest entertainer of all time, according to 98% of the population. And I'm not even going to argue that he's the greatest entertainer but of all time. But he's not. I listen. I'm just telling you this. I'm just saying this. Is he my favorite entertainer of all time? Hell no. But I'm going to go. Great. Uh, I'm going to go with the populace. But you're not going for his vocal dexterity. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. You, not so even you, close. you're going to enjoy the show and seeing him change in the five outfits and and 
bitches is coming out doing the fucking running man. You coming out to see a show. Oh, no, no question. No question. You're not coming out for his lyrics. You're not coming out for his 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 voice. You're coming to see a show. And that's a lot of that's what a rapper is. You coming out to see a show and enjoy the song. My biggest beef with Michael Jackson, again, send all tweets to me if you need to. At oh, Tweet Ron's Life. My biggest beef with Michael Jackson is the majority of his songs you can't enjoy unless you watch the video. It's like his songs suck unless you watch the video. You can't. Nobody just sat around and was like, you know, throwing that thriller. Nobody wants to hear thriller <laughs> without fucking watching the video. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear beat it without watching the video. You don't want to. Now, anything off off the wall, you can rock you'll, to. You'll listen, you'll listen to Dirty Diana without watching the video. You will not. But you will listen to the entire off the wall album. But um, but you're not gonna listen to Blood on the Dance Floor or Dangerous. Oh, or, that was awful. Or none of this stuff without seeing him. You can <clears> this <throat> if you don't see him, his songs don't rock. And so oh hey man, it's just it's just his songs. But anyway, this is not the Michael Jackson podcast. Yeah, um, we'll say that for another podcast. We'll another time. Send out tweets to me, man. I'm, I'm gonna stand by it. And plus, I like I like a sister better. And, and and on on the Michael Jackson podcast, <laughs> we got to talk about how why Off the Wall is better than Thriller. Off the Wall is light years better than. Thriller. <clears throat> yeah, off the I, wall, I don't know why people don't understand that. Yeah, Off the Wall to Thriller is um, Kingdom Come to the Blueprint. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Stop it. Stop the madness. But we'll get to that later. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's anyway. another podcast for another day. Um, here's one. Here's one I got. Eminem. Uh, hmm. In his prime, Eminem is a dope, dope lyricist. Um, I love Eminem. But now I will I will add a caveat to it. I think you know what? For me, Eminem is probably. 60-40 lyricist to MC, and I'm going to tell you why. Mm-hmm. Eminem is one of the few MCs <clears throat> and lyricists that I can listen to, but like, if Eminem dropped an album tomorrow, I'm I'm copying it. I'm listening to it. I'm, I'm digging it or whatever like that, but for some reason, and I've heard a lot of hip-hop heads say this, his, his music doesn't have a lot of replay value for me. Mm-hmm. So like, if me and you're in a car tomorrow and you say, yo, put that Marshall Mathers LP on. I mean, if I'm in your car, I'm going to listen. But if you say, if you showed me like 10 CDs in your car and you're like, yo, pick one and that's one of them, I'm probably not going to pick it. No. Um, I and I don't know. And to be honest, I don't know why, but I just like, I have, I don't have a lot of replay value as far as going. I can't tell you the last time that, I mean, and, and I have, I think I've got all of his albums. Uh, Encore was the last one I got. I think that was the last one. Um, but like, I'll listen to him for like two or three months and be really, really into it. And then after that, I'm like, I'm good. Like, I, I have like the Marshall Mathers LP may be the only one tomorrow that I would go back and listen to. But other than that, I just I doesn't have a lot of replay value. So I must say, but lyrically, he is incredible. I love him as an as a lyricist as an MC. I say 60 40 lyric lyricist, but he just it's kind of weird. Now I'm, I hope I'm putting it in the right context. I don't. 
there's not a lot of replay value for me in his music. Okay. I agree with you to a point. I see a 60-40, but I say 60 lyricist, 40 rapper. And I'm, okay. leaning, I'm leaning towards the other way. I'm seeing him as more of a rapper, but his li- some sometimes his lyrics are nasty. But a lot of times his lyrics is gibberish and it doesn't make any sense. <clears throat> right. And so, um, also, full disclosure, I have never purchased an Eminem album. Real, I'm surprised. On purpose. His music, <laughs> his, his, he is a classic lyricist, whereas if you interviewing him and you give him, let him freestyle and come off the top of the dome, you will be amazed. Mm-hmm. But he, for my opinion, can't really make a dope song for shit. And so, if you let him rap and he got on somebody else's joint, you'd be like, oh, this dude him. is incredible. He'll but then it. it was like, you're going to listen? Nah, I can't listen to him talking about Christina Aguilera. And I don't give a shit about none of that shit. Killing his mama. Yeah, killing his mama and taking his daughter. Who? I don't, because here's the thing. As dope as he is, he doesn't make that stuff compelling. Like, Slick <laughs> Lick could have made it compelling. He would do a story, you'd be like, ah, I got it. But he's like, all right, and then he goes, eh, okay, all right, man, I'm not listening to this. And for the re- for the record, ladies and gentlemen, he meant Slick Rick, not Slick Lick. Oh, I said Slick Lick? Yeah, Slick Lick. <laughs> yeah. No, Slick, Slick, Slick Lick was when he did it, when he did his song with uh, Luther Campbell. <laughs> Oh, he, shout out to Uncle Luke. Yeah, man. when he when he performed, um, what was it? The Indian story, the adult story live. Oh my god, which is the worst ass. song? I can't believe. I, I, yeah, yeah that, that's the worst that's, song that's that's my only skip on that that's, track. But that, th- thankfully, it's like live oh my god. But anyway, yeah, slick lick. Um, but um, so Eminem is more of a rapper to me because you know people go see him. Are going to see, ah, oh, is he going to bring a giant dildo out? Or is he going right, to right, see right. what he's going to do? And he's going to jump into the crowd. And we like the song, so we're going to just bounce, bounce along to the song. But he still has the lyrics in him. So, because if the beat, if he said kill the beat or the beat left, and he just started rhyming, people would be like, yo, he killed it. But he's not making me jump, he's not making mm-hmm. me whop. He's not making, if he said, you know, everybody, uh, I got beef with Everlast. So everybody say, fuck Everlast. I'd be like, nah. Right. <laughs> nah. But if I'm, if I'm, if I was at the MC Shan concert, I'd be like, you know what? Fuck KRS. But then I would go to the KRS concert the next day and be like, you know, fuck MC Shan. Exactly. <laughs> because, you, you know. know now, now that makes sense. Now, I, okay. Now, since you explain that. I kind of understand why you haven't purchased an album. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna because, as you say, you would listen to it for a month, a few weeks, and then you wouldn't pick it up. I would listen to it much like, and this is the next person I'm gonna bring up. Common. Um, Before MC. You, all right, now, now you you got MC, which you know is fine. Well, then the reason why I bring him up is when he was Common Sense, he was pretty good. I don't want to say dope, but it was pretty damn good when it was coming sense. When he dropped the sense, he sucks. 
Nah, I disagree. I love. Okay. Well, what do you love? What do you love as Common's album? What do you love as Common? Um, uh, what was it? One day it all. Well, no, they was Common Sense on One Day It All Makes Sense. Exactly. What do you um, love as Common? B. Okay, I'm glad. The B album. I'm, I'm glad that you said that because it's not. Um, the it's thing about I, I, I could be, but I, I got the B album. I got the B album on the strength of the corner. The corner was the first single. The joint came out. The beat was crazy. Mm-hmm. And he was rhyming as if he was common sense. I could have did without the last poise. I don't really care about the last poise. I'm not that grown. But the corner, he was, I was like, oh, common sense is back. Mm-hmm. I bought the album. I listened to the album. Thankfully, the corner was the first song, if you don't count the intro. Right. After that song, it went downhill fast. And I threw, Fisbee threw, <laughs> Frisbee tossed that CD from my compact disc player in the car via the window of the driver's side of my vehicle. And I haven't listened to it again since. Wow. I will never listen to that album again. I thought that album was hot sewage. Now, Loved it. Listen, you're, you you give a lot of people a try. So, uh, as far as comment, I don't even want to put them in none of the three categories. But, if oh, I, shit. I, I really don't. Um, if I had to, if I had to, I'm going to put them on the lyricist. And the okay. Reason, and the reason why he, I think he falls into the classic lyricist problem, and the classic lyricist problem is shared by the two, two of the top three greatest lyricists, probably in hip hop history, and that is Rakim and Nas. Hmm. And that problem is they can't make a dope album consistently. The production always fails them. The lyrics is always tight. The lyrics is always there. But the songs just don't move. If you're not a fan of listening to words, you cannot tolerate some of it. You can't listen to I Am. You I can't, like I am, no, you don't. You can't <laughs> listen to I Am or Nostradamus. No, I didn't like Nostradamus. Nobody uh, likes Nostradamus. Project Windows is the only song I listen to yeah, on that nobody album. Nobody likes those. You can't, you can't truly enjoy Don't Sweat the Technique. <clears throat> uh, I don't. I like... Um, you like, you like a couple of songs. Of course, I'm, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. I'm saying as a whole, that's what I'm saying. As no, a whole. No. And I, okay, so let me stop you there. As far as Rakim, do you yeah. think... Um, how should I put this? Would you attribute his lack of making an album, a full album at this point in his career, do you attribute that to him not being with Eric B? No, I could, no, you know why? Because if Rakim picked up the phone and said, Primo, 
why don't you do a whole album with me? Cause, right. Because Guru is dead. Gosh. Oh, my gosh. It would probably be the greatest hip-hop album of all time. Tomorrow. If he would have said, hey, Pete Rock, won't you hook me up? Let's go on tour together. Let's do an album together. It oh would probably God. be one of the top 10, 15 hip-hop albums of all time. It ain't got nothing to do with Eric B. It's just beat selection. That's all mm, it is. Mm, 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 That's mm. all it is. Cause if Anybody you, listening, can you make that happen, please? I, and I know that he said he's supposed to link back up with Eric B, but I mean, damn. Which, Primo? Which is, yeah, which would be dope. What I'm saying is, but you can't marry a lyricist with any beat maker. Like, you can't have a dope artist, I mean, a dope uh, author. Mm. If, if you if you are a mystery writer, if you Stephen King and you write mysteries and, 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 and whodunits and drama, you can't ask them to do a funny book. Right. That's true. You, you, can't, ask, you can't ask them to do a cookbook. You, that's why on the surface, if you hear <laughs> somehow, hey man, Shakespeare is back. Like, word? Yeah, Shakespeare is back and he's doing a new play. Word? Yeah, he's doing a sequel to Hamilton. You'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> So on the surface, it sounds good, just like on the surface, the firm album's gonna be produced by Dr. Dre. You're like, oh shit, but yeah, you can't yeah. put them together. You can't do it. And so, on the surface, it sounds good, but you can't put uh, Nature, Foxy, Nas, and AZ over Dre beats. Now, if you would have gave them Primo or Pete Rock beats, if you would have gave them Knife Wonder beats, if you would have gave them all of that, you could have had probably the greatest album ever. Mm-hmm. Like, you gave them Dre beats, and people listened to it and was like, yeah, this nah. is kind of whack. And only in retrospect for true hip-hop fans that gave it another play and just listened to the lyrics and was like, nah, you know what? This album was kind of dope. But you had, right. to, you had to divorce yourself from thinking that the whole, the songs in totality, the entire thing was going to be dope. You had to just listen to like they really did the phone tap joint like they was on the phone and dude was clicking over and that was dope you had mm-hmm. to really you had to look you had to be like oh so the cops so he did the five minutes of flush he would oh you had to you had to go beyond the surface of the songs you couldn't just look at them as rappers right you can't just be like, I'm going to just turn this on and enjoy it. You actually had to study it. You actually had to find that um, hand out a cigar of letting knowledge be born then. You couldn't wait. Mm-hmm. You couldn't mm-hmm. wait. So so with um, with Common, the reason why I put him in the lyrics is because on the s- deep on the surface, he might say some shit. Mm-hmm. But the songs themselves as a whole, I'm like, ah, the hook maybe, or the melody, or the bass, I'm like, ah, I don't really, I don't want to listen to this again. Okay. I'll listen to it the first run and be like, yeah, he said some stuff, but I don't, I'm okay if I never hear this song again. And then you listen <laughs> to the next song, I'm okay if I never hear this. Like, as, as dope as Biggie is. 
If someone came up to you and said, Kyle, you like Biggie? And you're like, yeah, I love Biggie. Watch this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this live. You like Biggie. He's in your top five for some dumb reason. What's your, what's your favorite album? Life After Death or Ready to Die? Uh, Ready to Die. Perfect. So if I came to you and said, Kyle, your favorite album by your top five lyricists, Biggie, Biggie Smalls. If I came to you and told you that for the rest of your life, you can never hear suicidal thoughts, a friend of mine again, are you pissed off at me? Uh, no, because I don't like either one of those songs. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> no matter what he says on that song, because right. if you played the acapella, you'd be like, oh, I didn't even realize he said that. That was dope. But because of the song as a whole, you're like, I'm good, man. I'm, I listen. I'm sure it's great, but I don't want to hear that song again, though. Right, right, it's right. Not, it's not some of his hardest joints, and that's how I felt about the whole Common B album. Like, I'm pretty sure he said some witty, incredible stuff that's gonna change the world, but that song sucked. That song sucked. <laughs> I'm good. It's too many dope songs in the world for me to subject myself to some subpar stuff just because I like an artist or because he said something that was kind of dope. Mm-hmm. So that's why I put him <coughs> at, at, at Lyricist. Um, because yeah, he said some stuff, but here's, here's another one. Who's that? Jadakus. Hmm. Hmm, that's good. Um... I would probably say Jadakiss is a he's more of an MC to me. Um he has the potential to become a lyricist, but I think <laughs> excuse me, excuse me. Oh, started coughing at <laughs> started coughing. <laughs> I'm trying to keep my thoughts together, started coughing. Um I think um I think Jadakiss is right there. But again, when you look at the albums, um and then when you look at the uh, you know live performances and stuff like that, I bet he's right. He's teetering. Me, he's teetering. But I would say he's a. He's gonna say something that have you be like, oh shit, you know. All right. Let's see. I got Jada Kiss on the lyricist because. Okay. Because he's not, he can't make a dope album. He no. is nice. When you listen to the lock, so you listen to any of his songs, he is spent. He'll be the if he's on a posse cut, he got top two verses on the posse cut. He's dope as a lyricist, but he can't make an album. He can't make a dope. You can't make dope songs consistently. I don't, I can't tell you one song solo that he made that I was like, oh shit, because we gonna make it as him and stuff. So I can't even tell you a dope song. I can tell you a few good songs that he made, but I can't. He doesn't have put it like this. In my opinion, to be a dope MC, you gotta have two, three signature songs. You gotta have oh, that course, song, of course, that of solo course. song, that, and you also, and this is this has always been my personal um, requirement. In my in my life, in my hip hop opinion, 
You are not a dope MC. You're not uh, a greatest of all time. You're not a GOAT. You don't get top 10 consideration. You don't get top 25 consideration. Maybe top 25. But you don't get, you definitely don't get top 10 consideration if you can't make a dope story song. And so, because this is, that's what hip hop was. It was it was facing that. So right. So um, Jadakiss can't make. He doesn't have a signature song. That's not we gonna make it. He doesn't have one, and that's not him. Nas's signature song is not "Life's a Bitch" with AZ. Rakim's signature song is not with somebody else. Karis One's signature song is not with someone else. LL's signature song is not with someone else. Fuck, even if you want to say Slick Rick's signature song isn't Lottie Dottie of the show, you can say it's Children's Story. You, I mean, so I can't put him as an MC, but lyricist, look, when he said coming through the hood and I oust and vanquished the color of dandruff, I lost my damn mind. He said his car, <laughs> he said his car was the color of dandruff. Oh, he's off his rocket. So that was the Made You Look remix with Nas, by the way. But um, it says car was the color of dandruff. Nobody's ever said anything like that before in the history of rap. But um, I just think it was me. But um, so I got him as lyricist because like Coochie Rap, in my opinion, second greatest lyricist in hip hop history. Mm, I wouldn't put him that high, but he's definitely a lyricist. Of course you would. But Lo- and I love G Rap. Of course you do. I think Shout out to the gangster. I, I think he's the number two. I think if Rakim didn't exist, it would be that guy. And the only reason why Rakim Rakim's just fucking crazy. But I put him as so, number So why do you think G Rap didn't did not get that mass appeal, if you will? Oh, that's easy. That is easy. It's like I said at the top of the show. It's like I said at the top of the show. You got to factor in appeal. Mm. You got to factor in the the timing. You got to factor in the marketability. You got to factor in the record label. You got to factor in the looks. True. That's a good point. You got to factor in the subject matter. You got to fa- you got to factor in all of that. Rakim cuz cuz truth be told, Rakim didn't get the massive pill either. He should have, but he really yeah. did. Yeah. He got he got the respect from the heads because he was just the nicest dude doing it. But True. But he, he he didn't have he didn't have a single song that people was just like that was blowing up the radio. You can't name one. It wasn't blowing up the radio. People wasn't clamming. The when the, the Fresh Fest and all these tours, he wasn't on tour like that. Mm-hmm. It, it, it just wasn't. People wasn't like his videos wasn't in regular rotation on BET or MTV. He didn't have Master Pill either. That man was one of the first people that did a song with an R&B singer. He did Friends with Jordy Wiley. That didn't yep. blow him up. Love that joint. But it didn't blow him up, though. Nah, not even close. <laughs> so so he did lyricists traditionally don't get the mass appeal unless 
you have that other stuff that I was talking about. Nas, when Illmatic came out, he <clears throat> didn't blow up. <clears throat> he didn't get the massive pill. But then as soon as Illmatic came out and people was bumping, every every woman's boyfriend was like, this dude is nice. And then right. they looked at him and the women wanted to bang him. <laughs> and the women was like, oh, he, changed. he cute. And then Nas came out on the net. Because think about it. On, when it was written, so he had his regular picture up. He's doing If I Rule the World in Suits with Laura Hill. All of a sudden, he's blowing up. When he had on the, 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 the scully on the cell phone and the army jacket on it, the people wanted to feel like, man. We was like, yo, this dude is nice. Right. But Mass Appeal and Women was like, I don't yeah, yeah, Nas. <laughs> well, you know, he, when he's street dreaming with, with R. Kelly and, and got on pastel colored suits doing, you know, $100,000 videos and then doing something with Lauryn Hill, every every woman at the time's savior. <laughs> so then he blew up. But but traditionally, your lyricists don't blow up. Don't mm. don't get that. Um, uh, you, you rock him. Your Nas. Cube. Cube didn't blow up like that. Cube, right. was, Cube was in the most dangerous band on the planet. He was in NWA. People was like, mm, Jerry Curl, dude, fuck out of here. Well, he really even, he didn't really truly blow up. He blew up a little bit because he left the group and that was buzz. But he didn't really blow up until he started acting. Yeah, they, yeah, for the, for the, for the mainstream. For the yes, mainstream, that's what I'm saying. True. But now, on the other hand, Big Daddy came as a lyricist because women wanted to fuck him from jump. Yeah. And he came out doing this LL. Women wanted to bang. Women controlled this yeah. shit. Ladies <laughs> love cool James. The they, name says it all. If they wanna if they wanna smash or if, if they think you're cute and you're kind of talented and the fellas like you, then that's gonna happen. Red man, nah. KRS, nah. Slick Rick, nah. But Tupac, he is not the most lyrical person that we're going to ever talk about. Women not even close. Him. Not women, even close. Women thought he was hot. And then for the, uh, for the, for the few people, not a few, for the, for the masses, he was saying some stuff that people like to listen to. <clears throat> he, was, he, was, he was rallying the masses. And people, so the fellas liked him. Most fellas, I didn't. But most fellas liked him. Women wanted to bang him. And he was kind of different. So he blew up. And then he was extra dangerous. He was always in the news. And mm-hmm. women and women always. like women like bad boys. So I mean it's it's just, you know, it, it's, it goes a lot into becoming mainstream and it's not your talent. Is this is this is what I'm gonna say. I equate a dope lyricist. To an incredible vocalist, a person who can sing their asses off, and everybody mm-hmm. can recognize it. And they have a couple of songs, you know, they have a couple of signature songs, but they never got the mainstream love or appeal. The albums is never called classics, like your Layla Hathaway, your your, your Lettucey, Rochelle Pharrell, mm-hmm. whose voice is better than anybody. You, you turn the radio, her voice is better than everybody's. 
Right. Um, Michelle A, her voice is better to this day. Her voice is killing it. Shantae Moore's voice. Dope. But people not saying, you would, none of them will ever be named as the top anything. They'll never be compared to your Beyonce, who everybody I name can outsing Beyonce. Oh, no, that's not even close. I'll not even close. But Beyonce makes songs that people like, and she does performances that people like, and she's more attractive than everybody that I name, even though I would take Shantae more. But people, guys, what a bad. Shantae more over Beyonce? I, I've never been a big fan of Beyonce. She was like my fourth favorite in Destiny Show. But that's just me, and I, and I recognize this, so I'm not saying it as fact or telling people, listen, I understand this. So that's just me. I'm, I'm, wow. I'm not, I'm hey, not. ladies and gentlemen, he's got me stunned over here. Yeah, we're going, I'm not like this. I'd rather have Shantae more. Hands down. Easily. But um, but she makes makes the better songs. Men, mm. w- men want a banger. Women want a banger. They want a beer. It's, it's a whole thing. And that's True. why you can't go off of singing ability and vocal dexterity alone. Just like you can't go off of lyrical ability and delivery alone. It has to be a whole package. And that's what that is how I equate lyricists to, you know, the other thing. See, an MC is like the vocalist, but they got the it factor. They got the appeal. They got good marketing. They can perform their asses off. So you got Patti LaBelle and you got Shaka Khan. You even got you even got Janet Jackson. Nobody's mm-hmm. gonna say Janet Jackson's voice is better than anybody's, but she no, can perform never. her ass off. And people will be like, yo. And, and they'll be like, well, Control is a classic and, and Rhythm Nation is a classic. But you put the the, the lyrical or the, the vocals up against something else, you're like, nah, but it's the whole package. And that's what it is with MCs mm-hmm. and, and lyrics. And the rappers, you know, you know a good, good, good version of rapper is Key Sweat. Nobody's going to say his, his voice is the best. And nobody's gonna say his lyrics. Nobody. And no one's gonna say the songwriting is incredible. But when you put that shit together, when you put uh, "Make It Last Forever" or "I Wanna" on, listen, it don't matter where you are. That's that's just those songs. And as as a rapper, it's like, look, I don't fucking. Most people will tell you. The Soldier Boy song when he did the Superman, mm-hmm. they'd be like that shit was terrible. But everybody was doing that awful. fucking dance. Just awful. But Just everybody awful. was doing that dance. <laughs> um, uh, fucking Mike Jones. Anytime you said who, somebody said Mike. Nobody knows the rest of that fucking song, but because it was catchy and it was marketed right, and it came in at the right time. That's just what it is. But no one's going to confuse this guy with a lyricist. No one's going to confuse him as an MC. He's just a rapper. That's true. That's a good point. Right, you get, get no argument from me. Yeah. So, you know, it's just that's 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 how I look at it. Um, let's do a couple. Let's do a couple more. And then and then we'll we'll get out of unless you have a couple. Um, Method Man. Um. I probably say meth is more. He's he's a. I said you know what I mean. I I would say meth probably more rapper than he is, MC. Hmm, okay. Yeah, I 
Yeah, it's probably about 60-40. I got him. I got him. I got him. I definitely don't have him as a lyricist. Even though I will say he's gotten better. He's one of the few yeah, he rappers. Has. He's one of the few MCs. He's one of the few people who's gotten better as their career has continued. Most people mm-hmm. regress. They're not as dope. But I think he's hanging out with Red Man. He has actually gotten doper mm-hmm. as he's gone. I would agree. But I have I have him down as an MC. Okay. And and the reason is he has that it factor. And women want to smash. But he has that it factor. He has the appeal. When when Wu Tang came out, people was like, "Oh, that's the leader of the Wu." He just oh had, no question. He had the star. There, there's quality. a reason why Method Man was one of the lead singles for yeah. the for the group. Right, he was the only person that had a solo song on the, on a group of eight people. Right, he had the only solo song on a on an album with a group of eight, nine, depending on who you count, people. He mm-hmm. had his own song. So, and the first album of the solos, and so, so I'm with, and if he, if he goes out, he's gonna. You know, he's going to get the people going crazy on his joints when he, I came to bring the pain. People are going to react, and not because he said it or because the video did it. Because there's nothing there in the video, but people will go buck wild when he does release your death or I bring the pain and stuff like that. So I'm going to put him as an MC. Okay. Yeah. Um, Snoop Dogg. Uh... I will say Snoop is an MC. Um, Snoop, I think one first and foremost, Snoop is one of the pe- one of the few people in hip hop that when you talk about longevity and kind of reinventing yourself, I mean like Snoop at, at the time of this recording, Snoop has a show with Martha Stewart. A cooking show nonetheless. Mm. Um I mean, Snoop has really, really reinvented himself now. Is he rhyming the way he did on the MTV Music Awards when he did uh, "Murder Was the Case"? No, he's not. He's not that same Snoop. I mean, he's 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 a Snoop is more global nowadays. Um, but I think when it's time for Snoop to get down and just like if you brought Snoop in, if you brought him in this room right now, and you said, "Yo, Snoop, spit," he'd go off the dome freestyle. And, and his ability to freestyle has always impressed me. I mean, like anybody knows me knows that I am always partial to MCs who can freestyle because it's such a lost art at this point in time, which I think is whack. But that's another story for another day. Um, But yeah, man, I I think Snoop is an MC. Okay, that's fair. I got him down as a majority rapper. Okay. And and even though he does have that appeal somehow, he has that it thing that makes him still popular because it's it's, it's nothing about anything post doggy style that should have kept him in the public eye popular. There's <laughs> nothing that he made. You didn't like the dog father. Come on. So, so yo, I yo, I had somebody said something the other day to me about the dog father, and I had to look it up. You ever look up an album mm. and you like, oh shit, this came out that year. Oh, like, shit. <laughs> I, I looked up the dog father. I was like, yo. That shit really came out that year. Like I have no recollection of that album. I only recognize. I remember the like, cover. I remember the I, cover. 
I remember three songs on the album and that was it. And yeah. I think that's probably like it's been like you. <laughs> I'll put it like this. If you played the dog father for me right now, I might think Snoop got a new album out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, so I put him under rapper because, like I said, on, on, the, on, on the strength of his chosen profession, he doesn't really move you. Mm-hmm. He's more of a brand. Yes, at this is, point. Yes, definitely. definitely. he is. And so he's a rapper where he can just say something. And people be like, oh, certain people be like, oh, that was dope, because, just because it's Snoop. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I equate that to to a rapper, where it's like like how Cuba writes something for Easy. Easy said, "Listen, Easy was my favorite member of NWA, and I knew that this other dude wrote his rhymes. It was just his delivery, and his appeal. It was just his personality. I was like, man, this dude is crazy." Mm-hmm. And so, and Snoop, people <clears throat> say something like, "Okay, you made uh, was sensual seduction or whatever the name of that song." Was. Oh man, no! Oh. But people love that song. Loved it. Still play it. And, and it's like, come on, man, stop! But it's just because he has that that end factor. But he's still around because he's just saying something. Hey, you want to get my, my my Snoopy Coop and. Like really, man, stop it. <laughs> um, so, so I got him. I got him as as a majority rapper. I can see him as an MC, but he shouldn't be because he's just gonna stand there and twist his fingers up, and you know, and it's like, really, this is what we came and smoke on stage. Is, yes, yes. I'm not coming to see that. I'm not coming to see that. He definitely um, gonna smoke. Like a lyricist, a lyricist would be corrupt. Corrupt was oh he was spit crazy, but name a corrupt Man. song. Name a corrupt song right now. I can't. Exactly. I can name I can name a dog pound song. You can, but you cannot name. And that man I had like three to four solo albums. And and corrupt is dope as hell though. That's the point. He's had at least I know at least two. I'm gonna say three solo albums. He's dope with the lyrics, and you can't name a single song. And you know what? I didn't even know he had solo some of the solo albums he had until I saw like the unsung. Exactly. (laughs) That's how. That's. I mean, I saw the unsung, saw the videos, remember the songs, and still can't name them right now. But we know that that what happened. We know he's nice. That's the that's the lyricist curse when you really really good at something like that the other stuff kind of fail you the production right you. i mean all right so i got i got one i got two for you man right, um let's, let's bring a little bit more current um let's go, let's go wayne know i don't know current stuff. little wayne okay. little wayne okay i'm gonna say this i'm gonna put him i'm gonna put little wayne at 70 percent rapper 30% lyricists. Wow. And Ladies this, and gentlemen. This is why. Because back in the day, way back in the day, Wayne was nice with the lyrics. You mean like Cash Money Wayne or like, like right, right Carter, on, Carter 1, 2, and 3 I've Wayne? Ne- I, I couldn't tell you what, what was on any Carter. But right around... <laughs> Right, you know, after yes, I could, I really can. I, I promise you, I know they exist because I do one gotta go, and I put them up there. But I cannot name you a single song on any of them. Um, but around that, because you would see, because he would be on the basement 
and would rhyme and he would be on this interview and that interview and he would freestyle or he would say something like this dude is nice Mike, much like Nicki Minaj was nice much like Drake was nice much like Kanye West used to be nice yeah man but when they start making his songs you're like oh so you made this so you can get some money though mm-hmm. so but um so that's why I'm gonna go 70 30 rapper list is because I think if he if the new trend was, hey, lyrics are in. Mm-hmm. This is what we're doing now. And he wanted to, he could crush it. Therein lies the problem. I, I, I have this I have this ongoing debate with, you know, and I don't even want to call it debate because I, I made it a point now to debate with people, particularly on Twitter, because 140 characters ain't enough for me to tell you how dumb you are. <laughs> um, but... I think when motivated, when motivated, he can be a dope lyricist. When yes. motivated, he's just not motivated. No, and, he, he has no reason to. And I and, right, he has no reason to. He has no competition. Mm-mm. And I think like and it, and I was telling somebody this the other day, and I can't remember who I was talking to, but like if you go back to like cat now, just j- this is my personal opinion. Send all emails to me, all tweets at twelve Kyle. If you go back to the cash money days, nobody was checking for Wayne. Like, he was like an afterthought when it came to their rhymes. I mean, oh, yeah, it was, yeah. He was, they tacked him on at the end of songs. Yeah, it was, it was, it was Juvie, it was BG. I mean, hell, even Turk got off on yeah, some jams. Sure but it Turk. wasn't, yeah, it wasn't, you know, Wayne wasn't nice like that. So for him to go to, I mean, I, I, I always say like Wayne's ascension in hip hop would be like, a baseball player hitting 20 home runs one year and then 50 the next like that you don't make you don't make that kind of jump unless you're on steroids you know so he, he was the he was the brady anderson of of rap and so you know to see his ascension like that and then then you like then you kind of wake up one day and like yo wayne is really really nice right and then and then like it, it seemed like one day i said yo wayne is really nice and then the next day, I'm like, yo, he has no motivation whatsoever. You know, like he he listening to him will front. And, and I'm not at a point where I like if Wayne dropped an album tomorrow. I'm not going to listen to it. But, you know, I know when motivated, he can be dope. I just don't know if and when he'll ever be motivated because he has no reason to be motivated. Uh-huh. Um, um, Drake, uh, early Drake, you know, was a dope MC. Um. But he, he doesn't, it's, it's not even uh, a fact of motivation at this point. It's, what's the point? I don't right. have to. I don't have it, to, it's, right. It's, it's, um, it's, um, if, if Steph Curry could dunk. <laughs> like, but, but why, though? <laughs> like, right. I, I'm just going to shoot out here, though. Why? Yeah. These three <laughs> <laughs> There's no need for me to go even even go in the paint. Yeah, they're um, not even checking me. I'm not even. <laughs> yeah, I would say Drake probably. <sighs> He's probably about seventy percent rapper, thirty percent MC, um, and which I is frustrating because because I, I when Drake first came out when he was quote unquote underground. He was definitely it was, it was probably reversed. He was more seventy percent MC than he was rapper. Just like Nicki but, Minaj. But exactly, exactly. But again, 
you know, the motivation isn't there. And when you look at the landscape, I mean, he sold a million copies the first week of his album that came out this year. So when you sell like that, you don't have you ain't got to be nice. All you got to do is just, you know, show, show up. up. Yeah. That's it. You know, so. Um, all right. One more before we get out of here. Uh, K. Dot Kendrick Lamar. Oh. I mean, I, ladies and gentlemen, you hear him. You hear him over there stumbling and bumbling. If, if I got to pick, if I got to pick out of these, yeah, you got to, you got to pick, man. We've been I'm, picking all night. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna go lyricist, man. Wow, and this wow. is why. This is why. I can imagine a Kendrick Lamar concert. To be boring as fuck. I can imagine him just standing there saying whatever his rapidity rap songs are and then fucking leaving. I can't imagine him motivating me to do anything. I wouldn't even I would I would care if my hand was in the air. I wouldn't even be able to wave it like I don't. I would literally care. Like, you know what? My hand is up here. It's cold. I, I would care if my hand was in the air. So and I don't think I don't consider him someone who just makes rapidly rap songs just to rapidly rap. Right. It, it takes some. He has some thought, and he puts thought and time into what he says. Whether or not I care about and choose to listen to what he puts right, into right. is something totally different, which I do not, and I won't. But I can respect. His hustle mm-hmm. and what he puts into his craft, just like the group that will not be named. Mm. I respect their music and their fans and people love them. It's just not for me. Right, right. Well, I, I, I will definitely. I, I'm surprised. I'm, yeah. I'm surprised. Man. I'm going lyricist. I, I'm going lyricist. Um. I've often said that I think Kendrick Lamar is one of the few um, MCs. If he had come up in 88, if he had come up in 92, I think he would have fit in, in those eras. But this is why. Much like one of the most underrated lyricists. Oh, Lord, here we go. Nuh-uh. Uh-uh, you'll, you have no idea where I'm going with this one. Okay, okay. But much like one of the most underrated lyricists, and I'm going to name him in a second, it's because unlike a lot of the people who are making music right now, he studied and listened to of the, course. the 80s and 90s people, so of course he would fit in because he's studied under them. These mm-hmm. other people just, they studied the person that came out a couple of months before them. Right. That's what they studied. And then they just mimicked that. The, the guy that I was going to mention. The game. Wow. The game is. I'm surprised. It's incredibly dope. You know where I thought you were going. I know where you thought I was going. There's no reason, there's no reason to do that. That's 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 obvious. 
New York, oh, New York City's 90s era social, oh, ladies and gentlemen. But man, but the game, there's never been a podcast we've done. I didn't, didn't say it. I didn't say his name. I didn't say his name. I mean, well, I might as well say it. It's AZ. That's right. Anthony Cruz. But the game is incredibly dope. He is. He very he really is. Off top, the first album, he was saying I'm like, this is about to be that next dude, but he can't be that. He did he almost could. Because he was associated with 50, he was associated with Dre, and then mm-hmm. shit happened. It was bad timing, and he just didn't blow up. But he should have. He had every he had every opportunity to. He keeps making albums. Did you hear the last shit? Um, the 1992 joint. Yeah, I have not heard it yet. This is what I'm saying. You got to when you when stuff like that come out and you like it, you got to tell me about it, right? Because you know I'm not checking for and it, and I like nothing. But right. anyway, the, the, the Kendrick guy, yeah, you're right. He probably would fit in, but it was because he studied, just like the game studied, you know? And that, that makes a difference. That makes a difference. That, I mean, even if we go back to, like, we talked about a little earlier, equating it to basketball, um, you know, you can't be a great point guard without not, with you know, you can't be a great point guard without having knowledge of, the great point guards that came before you. Even I'll yeah. do you one better. I'll do you one better. As talented and gifted as Kobe was, and I don't like mm-hmm. Kobe. Me neither. If there, if there wasn't a Jordan or video on Jordan, Kobe would have been an I player. Yep, I I, I I can't disagree. But he studied the fuck. He, studied, out of he studied him. Studied him. <laughs> studied him. I mean. Uh, sneaker move for sneaker move, fade away for fade away. Right, and that's what happened. And and and, and other people, and then you have Harold Miner. Shouts to Baby Jordan. You know, came and went. Came and went. Felipe Lopez, who was on the cover. oh on the, on the cover SI. What gas station he's working at right now? Iverson. He was supposed to, uh, not Iverson. Um, he, Iverson and uh, Marbury was supposed to be the next two dudes. And Marbury went his way. Yeah. Iverson went his way. Yeah. <laughs> so, but anyway, yeah, man. I, 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 would, I would put Kendrick's lyrics, even if I don't want to listen to his lyrics, I'll put them down as lyrics. Hey, man. We've accomplished a lot in this podcast. I, I, I like this. I like this. Yeah, so there's, there's, uh, that's... Please uh, tweet at Tweet Rounds Life um, uh, your questions, your comments, your concerns, and tell us where we got it wrong, even though we probably didn't. No. Nope. Um, and 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 we uh, we'll 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 continue the conversation. Um, before we get out of here, Kyle, please tell the people where they can find you and any pertinent information you feel that the listeners need to hear. Yeah, man. You can catch me on Twitter, uh, hanging out in Twitter streets at 12Kyle, the number one, two, K-Y-L-E. Yes, that's my real name. My mama gave it to me. Um, check out my podcast. Uh, at uh, It's called the 12Kyle Podcast. You can, find, you can follow it at 12Kyle Podcast. Uh, you can find the podcast on and subscribe and listen. It's on, let me see, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, Overcast FM. So now you know, so there's no reason not to subscribe. Plus, I'm dope, so you want to oh, associate sure. yourself with dopeness, right. unless, you, unless you whack. Oh, damn. All right, look, that's what it is. Uh, in the meantime, in between time, hip-hop, we out. 5,000.
to me, a real MC, you say, if somebody say, yo, let me, let me spit my round, let me, or, or better yet, I wanna get on. Yo, put, put me, me on, on, put me on. Uh, I, I would say, um, uh, are you willing to record maybe three singles for free? I'm gonna get all the money. Can you lay, this is not a rip off, this is not, not but record, give, give, me, give, me, give me six songs for free. Me on, give me six songs right now. Dope, dope songs right now for free. A real MC will do it hands down. Cause he got a hundred joints. So he's like, what, what, six? Here, bang, 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 am I on? Now I wanna get paid on my seventh joint. Let's go. A fake MC will say, I ain't moving unless I get paid. Oh, what do you mean give you six? What, what, nah, man, I write hard. I, my song, nah, 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 nah. Another test. Uh, I want to get put on. Okay, rock this mic live. I'm going to be at a club on Friday. And then come to sound check, check your mic, and then come back that night, and I'll look at you live. They never show up. Never show up. I cut MCs in half just with that. You cut them in half. Do it for free. Half of them are gone. The other half. Now, I got the real live show coming for you right now. Hop in your car. Let's go. We're going to do this in front of 500 people. Let's go. Half of them are gone. Kenny, drop some shit down. Yes, okay. Yes, listen, listen, listen. This is that old kind of beat. Uh, I'm coming off the top of the suite. Listen to this. This a real MC. Can you keep the beat going so easily? Yo, my man over there, he's down with Koch. That's my man D, and he does not stop. We take it back to Scott, the rock and hip hop. How many y'all are down with that? Look a shot. This is how we get down, we don't care. You know we lost them out here in Boston. Real hip hop is not in Harvard, but we thank them. This is Kenny and Chris Park. You know we come back like that. I like that track because it's mine from way back. This is how I get down. Came this one, no one can sound. I want you all to gather around. 